The following is a Galactic Network podcast. For more, go to GNCast.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com. And welcome to another uh, episode of Who Knew and Review. You'll have to excuse me if I'm all over the place. It's just that Ian Apple stole my podcast. That's right. The creator of the iPhone stole my podcast. Well, by I had a few recording issues, which is why we're a little bit late. But it's okay. Through the magic of WNAR, I've been able to sort of recover. If I'm all at two and eight, I'm sure you'll totally understand. So, just like I'm a little bit out of sequence, Doctor Who, it seems, is a little bit out of sequence. Bit wibbly-wobbly-timey-wimey and all that. Series boss Stephen Mossett has told Newsbeat that four episodes are already in the can. He called the new cast edition Pearl Mackey a breath of fresh air on the TARDIS. But most intriguing, Moffat revealed that the Doctor Who team has just started working on the Christmas episode. Now it's quite interesting as obviously in springtime we're going to get the uh, the series but in December we're going to get the Christmas episode so in the film, filming out a sequence but we already knew they'd film out a sequence and oh it's just a little bit confusing isn't it? I can only imagine they've been doing a lot of closed set work. We don't seem to have the plethora of pictures that we had last time. Hmm. Now, without shadow of a doubt, the um, this incarnation of Doctor Who, rather than the classic series, would not have been such a hit if it wasn't for the excellent Christopher Eccleston. Well, apparently... He wished he'd stayed in the TARDIS for one more series. Yeah, I mean, obviously, right? Speaking to the radio show Drive in Melbourne's 774 ABC, Eccleston explained he regrets not doing another series of Doctor Who and said he would like to have developed his particular incarnation further. It's kind of tragic for me that I didn't play him for long, Eccleston said. He's a beautiful character and I have a great deal of professional pride. And had I have done a second season, there'd have been a marked improvement in my performance. I was learning new skills in terms of playing light comedy. I was not known for light comedy, and, well, production didn't allow much for that. You know what, Chris? Let's let's cut to the chase here. There is this company called Big Finish. You may have heard of them. They do audio dramas. You may have heard of them. They do Doctor Who audio dramas. You may have heard of them because every single previous Doctor records audio dramas for them. It's a way for them to have a little bit of extra time. A little bit of extra time being the character that they love. So why not give them a call? I know they'd be happy to hear from you. And I'd be happy to hear you in an audio drama oh one of the people who came along at the same time as you Mr Christopher Eccleston was Captain Jack and it's beginning to look like there won't be a revival for Doctor Who spin-off Torchwood anytime soon Uh, John Barrowman's been telling us that apparently certain egos are preventing the series making a comeback however 
there could be a chance for Barrowman's Captain Jack. You see, apparently there is a special deal to make that dream a reality. When asked if he'd return to the sci-fi series, Barrowman told the RadioTimes.com, well, the answer is always absolutely. It's a show and a genre that changed my life. I love it dearly, and if asked, I would do it at the drop of a hat. Well, that's a nice thing to say, but aren't you, like, one of the main people on, like, you know, that other show? You know, that, um that DC superhero show thing I don't know something about a spear or something I know it's Arrow of course I know it's Arrow well he's said that his producers for the show Arrow have said if he got the call for Doctor Who they'd let him do it well that's actually quite that's actually quite a remarkable thing so I think we should push for that because I want to see Captain Jack I want to see Captain Jack with Peter Capaldi's Doctor. Oh, we've got to make it happen, haven't we? Now, by now, you're probably thinking, oh, it's another one of those adverts telling me where I can listen to all of Galactic Netcast's output at gncasts.com. He's probably going to tell me, hey, why not help us out? Because, you know, we do have bills to pay. You could sign up for our Patreon account. As little as a dollar a month is a real big help to a little outfit like Galactic Netcasts. Maybe, you know, maybe I might want to sign up and see where my favourite shows are on. Or what I could actually do is join the Slack team so I can chat online to all the hosts of the show. I hear Daryl's got it on his mobile, so he's pretty much online all the time. You can do all that at gncasts.com Click on the links Ah yes, that's what I'd do I'd chat to me on Slack all the time Although normally it's just me and uh, that there Matt Stein talking about turkey recipes No, no, it's true And if you want to know whether I'm telling the truth or not why not sign up? Anyway, back on to the Comic Con Oh, but the New York Comic Con has only gone and lost a pond. I know, careless, right? But it's gained a river! New York Comic Con has announced that the ex-Doctor Who companion Karen Gillan will no longer be attending this year's convention due to other work commitments. Boo-a-boo! Scotsborne Gillan has recently been announced as having a major role in the new Jumanji movie alongside Dwayne Johnson, Kevin Hart, Jack Black and Nick Jonas. So, well, you know, can't blame the girl for having a career. Remake of Jumanji? Uh, seriously? save that one for another show. But the loss of Gillen from the convention will not reduce the current list of fantastic Doctor Who stars that will be attending in October. As firm fan favourite Alex Kingston, River Song herself is a new addition to the lineup. It's pretty, pretty awesome. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever done a job, you know, employment that you've looked back on and thought, I really wish, I really wish I hadn't done that. I'm sure we've all, we all have, you know. Me, I've worked in a fish factory, sweeping up stinky fish, not nice. 
So spare a thought for Robert Glenister. You know, Robert, from Hustle. Yeah, that one. The actor told Digital Spy he'd definitely sign up for a role in the BBC sci-fi series if the opportunity arose. You see, he's previously been in Doctor Who, but has previously been in possibly the best episode ever, The Caves of Androzani. He played an android, but he wasn't happy with his appearance. And he gets a little bit because people still come up to him 30 years on and ask him about the android role. I guess that means once you're who, you can never go boo back or something. I will work on that whilst we listen to this. Hauntings, sky sounds, parallel universes, monster sightings, the New World Order, ghost ships, urban legends, mysterious radio broadcasts, and secret government facilities are just a few things we've talked about on Weird World Weekly. Listen to find out what's next. Go to gncasts.com slash weird to listen, find out more, and subscribe to the podcast that discusses the paranormal, mythological, conspiratorial, unexplained, or anything else we think is a little strange and out of the ordinary. Also, Matt's continuing search for turkey recipes. It's all on Weird World Weekly, part of the Galactic Netcast network of shows, also available wherever you listen to podcasts. Please subscribe to this Galactic Network podcast by going gncast.com slash subscribe. Or search iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, or anywhere podcasts are offered. Doctor Who star Colin Baker has revealed which Doctor Who story from the modern era he most wishes his Doctor could have appeared in. Chatting exclusively to Cultbox to promote the DVD release of coming-of-age movie A Dozen Summers, Baker told Jeff Moody, I've only seen the first two episodes of Peter Capaldi. I mean, I've got the rest recorded, but what I saw I liked a lot. I've seen a bit of David Tennant, but I did watch all of Christopher Eccleston. If I could pick one story and make it a Colin Baker story, well, I'd say it's the empty child and the doctor dances. You see, I was a school governor at the time, and the next day I was going into the school and all the kids were saying, are you my mummy? At that moment, I knew that Doctor Who was back. Now let's go on to some, well, I suppose this is, this is new, is it new or is it is it the last in the... Oh, I don't know. Let's go Christmas. Christmas news. Christmas news. Jingle, jingle. Christmas news. Jingle, jingle. Christmas... Okay. The companion in this year's Doctor Who Christmas episode has been revealed. 2016's festive special has begun filming in Cardiff this week. Stephen Moffat revealed in June that the Christmas episode would not feature Pearl Mackey, uh, which means the new companion bill won't be introduced until the first episode of season 10 next year. So there'll be somebody else, a different guest companion. This Christmas, like how, you know, River Song last Christmas played the companion role in the special. Well, fans on location today have now discovered that the guest companion will be... Bam, 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 Matt Lucas and Nadal. Hang on! 
Haven't we already sort of pretty much firmly established that Matt Lucas is going to be back and he's going to be back for more than one episode and it was always likely that it was probably going to be Christmas? I mean, isn't that what we've, we've already established? Well, well, it's nice to get it confirmed, I suppose, but... I mean, yeah, I thought we'd already done that. Oh dear. Well, I'm going to... I'm sure, I'm sure. Now, how about... How about you you tweet me, WNAR underscore podcast, uh, and tell me if I have mentioned it before. Save me having a look back through all the notes that I never recycle. Excellent. That's what I thought. But whilst I'm pondering on that some more, let's have a little bit of... Without further ado, it's time for the A to Z. And it wouldn't be a Who Knew and Review podcast without the monster at the end, the A to Z, and we are on the G's. Oh, G, yes we are. The monster this week is a gaseous gelth. They're from the episode The Unquiet Dead. Now, the planet of origin is unknown. Suspect that the uh, the Gelf were one of the ones maybe whose world disappeared through a crack. We know that they're gaseous creatures, so they pe- possess no technology. What do we also know about the Gelf? Well, the Gelf originally had biological bodies, uh, but they were eventually reduced to a gaseous form during, during the Time War. After their bodies were destroyed during the conflict, they could shape this gas into a wraith-like form. But they needed uh, it needed to be in a sort of gaseous environment to survive. Once there, the Gelf emitted ghostly screams ah, as they floated around the location at which they congregated. The Gelf could take control of human corpses. They were with great difficulty and, well, you know, inhabiting the corpse. Well, I mean, they, they could move, but they could move in a sort of walking zombie state. They'd leak a sort of glowing blue gas out of their mouths. They sort of tended to, I don't know, continue unfinished business when they were in their zombie form. The Gelth would eventually be forced out of the corpse over time or if there was a, uh, a considerable amount of gas around them. We shouldn't pity the Gelf. The Gelf were, well, hell-bent on taking over Earth through their gaseous ways. So, you know, look out for those flickering lights. Listen for the screams of the gas pipe. Don't pity the Gelf. Surround yourself in gas. <laughs> and on that note... I shall see you next week. This has been a Galactic Network podcast. For more, go to GNCast.com. That's G-N-C-A-S-T-S dot com.